when you do the introduction. Hello, Adam. Adam! Uh, all right, well, here goes nothing. Uh, welcome to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. I am starring Nate Frizzell in Los Angeles, California, specifically Hollywood, California, uh, specifically the Fairfax District of Hollywood, California, near Melrose in Fairfax, the land of young so, trying to make it in Hollywood, people, hipsters, and Jews. That's right. This is a heavily Hasidic neighborhood. Uh, except for their driving habits, they are wonderful people. Uh, the hipsters are the ones that will steal your bike, as I've mentioned on the Bicoastal Hootenanny before. Adam has the day off today, I just realized. That is why this, ladies and gentlemen, is your very first Frizzell Friday. Now, Adam has been trying to get me to do Frizzell Fridays for a long time, and I've been very excited to do it. I've just been taking my time because I don't want to push it. You know, Adam, Adam's brain moves at about 150 miles per hour, so he always has something to, uh, to talk about. He always has something to uh, share with you guys in his uh, way that only Adam Tootinani Wilson can. Me personally, I want to be a little bit more certain of myself before I come on here and make an ass out of myself. Uh, but you know what? Here we are. I'm here today. I'm glad that I get this chance to do Frizzell Fridays. And I, I need to talk to you boys and girls about something uh, because it's, uh, I got a bee in my bonnet, as they say. I got a uh, ants in my pants. Wait, is that the right? I don't know that that's the right phrase. Uh, anyway, let's just stick with bee in my bonnet. That, that's, I hate that. Bee in my bonnet. That's so dumb. That's like, it makes me sound like a pioneer woman on the plains. Anyway, uh, I'm upset today, all right? You don't often hear me angry. Uh, you will hear me bitch, but you know, I do it with this sort of laid-back southern charm that I got. That's right. Yeah, I just told you that I have southern charm. Anyway, I got a ticket, and this is what I'm upset about, and this is why I'm talking to you today, hootenears. I got a ticket, a parking ticket, in July. Now, I haven't said anything up to this point because I want to see how it all unfolds. I, uh, let me give you the, the, the lowdown. So in July, I go to pick a friend of mine up so we can go hiking, as we do out here in Los Angeles, you know, because we got mountains, we got sun, let's go hiking. That's, that's the pervasive philosophy out here in Los Angeles. So I go to pick a friend of mine up. On the way there, I tell him, I'm almost there, come on down, be ready for me. So we get there. I get to his, in front of his apartment building. He lives in a very popular area. There's no car, there's no parking spaces around. It's full, all cars taking all the spots. There's really no driveway for me to pull into. So instead, I kind of pull off as much to the side as I can. You know, the car's parked along the side of the street, and I pull up next to them. Not blocking traffic. Nobody's in the car that I'm blocking. I put my foot on the brake, not in park. That's going to be important later, so pay attention. I put my hazard lights on. My windows are down. I'm in plain sight. Unless you're Ray Charles or Stevie Wonder, 
You can see me. It is broad daylight. I'm not wearing camouflage. I'm not wearing Acme Invisible Paint from Looney Tunes. I'm there. You can see me. My windows are not tinted, and even if they were, they're rolled down. So there you go. No more than two minutes, maybe three tops passes by. My friend comes down, gets in my car. We go hiking. End of story, right? Well, a month, a little over a month later, I get a delinquent notice for a ticket that I never received on that day, at that time, at that location, saying that I was double parked. Now, okay, if I'd been double parked, I get that. Maybe I deserve a ticket. Fine. My, my issue is, I was sitting there. If any parking violations bureau officer person had been in the vicinity to give me a ticket, they certainly did not make themselves known. They did not come up to me. They did not give me a warning. They did not tell me, sir, you can't park here, move around the block, and I would have happily done so. There would have been no violation. Everybody would have been happy. Problem is they didn't do that. I don't even think, here's my hypothesis on the situation. I don't even think that the, this parking officer, whoever he or she may have been, my guess is it's somebody with not quite a high school diploma, uh, saw me parked there, got out of their car, or maybe didn't, and as I drove off, because I was only there for two or three minutes, they decided, oh, I got his license plate, I'm going to write him a ticket. Or, or here's the other possibility. This person just decided, ah, I'm not going to warn him because if I warn him, he's going to drive away and I won't be able to get his license plate. So they just stood back where nobody could see them, wrote me a ticket, and then threw it in the trash. Meanwhile, it still entered the system because they put it in their little computer there. And uh, yeah, wouldn't you know it, a month later, I get a notice for a ticket that I never received because it was a phantom ticket. Now, this is the problem that I have with L.A. parking violations because, first of all, there's a class action lawsuit going on right now against the city of Los Angeles saying that it's a scam. The parking violations department is a scam because you get a ticket and there's no way to – the only way to appeal it is through the parking violations office. And more often than not, and I don't know what the statistics are, but there are, they are out there and this is being used as part of the class action lawsuit, more often than not, the appeals – are denied. So then the next step, so when you appeal by mail, the, they usually deny you nine times out of 10, actually probably more like 9.9 .9 times out of 10, they turn you down. Then you get, uh, you get to come and do it in person. Now, granted, I just did that today. This is September 27th. I just did it today. And I got my ticket back in July. So there you go. I mean, it takes two months down, two and a half months down the road to get to get your appeal in person finally scheduled. Then you go in there, and they still will deny your your appeal. Now I, I haven't received the results of my in person appeal yet, but I know that they're going to deny me. And here's why. Let me tell you what happened when I went in today. So I go into the parking violations office today to do my in-person appeal. They don't give you any indication of what's going of how this works. Is this like Perry Mason style in a courtroom? You know, is it very informal? Do you, do you just like stand behind a, a glass window and talk to a woman who's getting paid less than minimum wage and she's very unhappy with her job and she hates her life and she's not going to listen to you in the first place? What is going on with this process? They don't give you a clue. All they do is they just sit there and they, you know, 
uh, you know, they, they, they send these letters to you and they say, be here at this time at this place. So I don't know what the hell I'm walking into. Drive all the way to downtown Los Angeles at 9.30 on a Friday morning. Traffic, traffic everywhere as far as the eye can see. Then you get to the place in the middle of downtown Los Angeles and you got to drive around for another 30 minutes looking for parking because there's no, because, you know, God forbid there be parking at the city hall right, at City Hall, you know, where people have to go, where there's courthouses surrounding the place where people go to, to, to have trials and so on and so forth, where people go to do business. God forbid they have parking, you know, because it's downtown Los Angeles and there's no street parking. So, you know, you got to find the one lot you can. So we park 17 blocks away. By the time we get there, we've all, we sweat through our clothes and stuff like that. I've got my friend coming along who was a witness you know, who was the one that I picked up to go hiking. He's a witness there. Uh, so we get in there, and it's underground in this little janky little mall, you know. There's like a Yoshinoya beef bowl. For those of you who even live in Los Angeles and you understand, that's like the cheapest, nastiest fast food restaurant you could possibly have right across from the, the office of the parking bureau. They got all these little cheap, like, shoe shine shops and stuff, like, surrounding them. It's just the nastiest, jankiest little underground mall where they stick their parking department. You get in there, you sign in, you wait. About Waited about 10 minutes, not bad. So like I said, that's a plus on the parking department side. They don't make you wait for a long time. About 10 minutes come by, lady opens the waiting room door and she goes, uh, Thomas, that's my first name, Thomas. She goes, uh, you come on down in. So I go in and uh, she's very pleasant. She's like, how are you this morning? I'm, like, oh, I'm fine, thank you. You know, yay. We turn the corner, she goes, you're just going to have to deal with security. And I turn and there's a large, angry looking man. Like thinking that, you know, he obviously thinks that he works security, you know, at LaGuardia on September 11th, 2001, whenever the hell, when was it, 2001? 2001, that's right. Security guard standing there, pats me down, does the whole magic wand thing, then pats me down. And I'm like, really, is this necessary? I mean, I'm just going in for a hearing. So I go in this little, like, you know, seven by seven cubicle, and I tell this woman my story. And I tell her, listen, here's the issue that I got, babe. Uh, I didn't call her babe because that would have that would have not worked out well for me if I called my my hearing lady babe. I just don't think that that. Or maybe it would have. Shit, maybe I should have done it. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, I go, listen, this is my problem. My problem is not that I got a ticket. I said because I don't really know what constitutes double parking. It's it, but here's what I do have a problem with: the fact that I was sitting there in broad daylight, I was plainly visible, and your your guy just sneak attacked me. Like he, he didn't let, you know, he didn't let me know he was there. He didn't let me know I was doing anything wrong. It was a very simple fix. I would have just taken my foot off the brake and I would have no longer been double parked. Uh, that's my issue. You know, that you, that, that an, a park, parking violations officer can just sneak up on you, write you a ticket, throw it away. And then, you know, a month later you get a delinquent notice. Uh, because even police officers have to give you some sort of warning. You know, you, you can't get pulled over by an unmarked car. You have to know that, oh, this is a police officer pulling me over. And even police officers will give you a warning before they give you a ticket, sometimes, you know, depending on what you've done. And, we're and police officers, now let's, let's be clear here, police officers are real law enforcement. Parking violations bureau people are not. So I get in there and I'm like, listen, this, I have an, a legitimate claim here because, uh, sure, maybe I did something wrong, but I didn't know, and it was a very simple fix, and that's the issue that I have, that you didn't give me the chance to correct myself. You know, she just looked at me, she goes, uh-huh, well, you were double parked, 
And I said, okay, but that's uh, fine. That's not what I'm saying to you. Uh, I'm saying, you know, I, 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 I was right there. Why didn't, why didn't this person identify him or herself? She says, well, you know, they don't really have to do that. It's like, well, why not? Why don't they have to do that? Everybody else does. You know, you, a, the detective can't just come into a suspect's house. They have to identify themselves as a police officer. So why don't parking violations? She's just like, well, that's just policy. They just don't have to identify. They can just. So I'm saying you're basically telling me that they can just give me a ticket. So I could be sitting in my house and they could give me a ticket and it could be a bullshit ticket. And then suddenly it counts because they wrote it. So basically all they have to do is write the ticket. They can just write some arbitrary ticket, and then their word stands. Now, as I said, she doesn't. Uh, she didn't give me the the decision right then and there. Uh, but she did say she will mail me. But I could, t- you know, you can tell when you leave an office whether or not you won your appeal. You know, you know what happened. Did this? Did that? You know, did she listen to me? And she was very nice about it. At least there's that. You know, she's like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Okay, well, that's yeah, I understand, I understand. But you were double parked. Fuck, I know I was double parked. That's not what I'm upset about. Are you listening to me? Anyway, I'll be receiving my thing in the mail soon. My decision in the mail. It's probably gonna. It's probably gonna be that I have to still pay my money. But she said, now listen to this. She said you can appeal your decision. To the Supreme Court, the, the Superior Court, excuse me, of Los Angeles, which means that if you know I don't like her decision, I can take it higher. Now here's my here's my issue, and here's what I need you hootenears to help me with. All the appeals up to this point have been through the Parking Violations Department. You understand? They've been through the department. Who, of course, they're not going to write themselves off. Of course, they're not going to overturn their own decision. They're bringing in all this revenue for the city of Los Angeles. Why would they overturn their decision? I think I have a valid enough argument to take it to Superior Court, who doesn't really have any stake other than the fact that, yes, it's city court. They need, but if anybody's going to overturn it, it's going to, be an, it's going to be the court. Now, this is going to be a large pain in the ass, I know, to get a, 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 a hearing at, in Los Angeles Superior Court, and it would amounts to a $70 fine. But my issue is that they should have to at least come up to me and say, Sir, you're in violation. Here's your ticket. They didn't even do that. They didn't even. There was. A, it was like a phantom parking violations officer was there, and suddenly a month later, I get a ticket in the mail. It's like, shouldn't you be? Shouldn't they have to? Shouldn't somebody stand up and say, No, sir, I will not take this anymore. I will not. You cannot just give me a phantom ticket. You somebody's got to, you know, not take this shit anymore. And I feel like maybe that should be me, but I don't know. Am I just, am I wasting my time? I hope I've been clear about what my issue is, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. All I know is that I went in there and I appealed. I, I stated my case. I even had a witness who, by the way, she said I didn't need to bring in. She was like, oh, you know, she's like, no, I, I understand that your witness will probably tell me the same story. I was like, well, yeah. But that's the purpose of witnesses, to corroborate, you know, testimony. You know, to give testimony that corroborates my story. She's like, yeah, but, you know, he'll be telling me the same thing. And I was like, okay. And then out of the, just off the top of my head, I was like, that's a really pretty shirt you got on. 
I was hoping, you know, maybe give her a little compliment, flatter her a little bit. Maybe that'll help. She's just like, oh, thanks. And she gave me that kind of look that it was just like, I know what you just tried to do there, and it didn't work. Maybe that was my death now. Maybe that's why my, my decision's going to be upheld. Son of a bitch. I totally ruined it. I don't know, Hootenears. You know, all I know is that I tried. And uh, somebody's got to... Somebody's got to do something. These, these L.A. parking violation people, they got to be stopped. Ugh, that's really all I got for you today here on Frizzell Fridays. I, uh, I, I promise you in the future it won't just be me bitching and uh, it'll be a little bit more well thought out and organized. But I literally just came back from this appeal and I said to myself, I have to talk to the Hootenears about this. I got to get on the air or on the pod, as Adam likes to say. And I have to bring it to my people. That's all I got for you today. Um, join us on Monday uh, for another episode of the Bicoastal Hootenary starring Nate and Adam. Uh, you can follow me, of course, on the Twitter, at Nathan Frizzell. You can follow my awesome co-host, Adam Wilson, at Tootnanny. Uh, you can look us up on the uh, redstick.com. To find more about the Bicos Hootenanny, you can also see our brothers at the Red Stick Podcast. Uh, they got a fantastic podcast as well. Very funny group of fellas. If you want to drop us an email, Nate and Adam at theredstick.com. We, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Like I said, this has been my first Frizzell Fridays, and I'm still going to try to figure out what the hell I want to do with this guy. But uh, for now, it's just good talking to you, Hootenears. Uh, this has been the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. To all of my friends back home and everyone in between, I say, Sweeney Toi.